You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 239. In today's episode, we're going to reveal the biggest mistake that membership site owners make. And you might be making this one too. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into a Wednesday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast, where we showcase extraordinary entrepreneurs who are doing extraordinary things in their business, and today is no exception. In a moment, I'm going to bring in Justin and Mike Brown, the Brown Bros, the Brown Brothers of Primal Video. These are two top-notch, stand-up quality dudes, straight from Down Under in Australia. My grandfather was from Australia, fun fact, number 372. And I've gotten to know these gentlemen so well over the past few years. And I love them. I love you guys. They're listening. I love you guys. I really do. They're amazing. They're just like so down to earth, so genuine. They so just want to help people. And they know a heck ton, a lot about video. Hey, like me. In fact, we're going to get into that today. Like, you know, I used to teach video. They teach video. If you want to learn video, you're going to learn from them. Primalvideo.com. So this is a, by the way, I'm freezing. If you hear a little like ticky, 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 that's my teeth. Like, do you hear that? That's my teeth shatter, like uh, shattering or what is that? Uh, jittering. What's the word when your teeth like clank together? I don't know because I live in Southern California where it's never cold and it's freezing. I come in the office, it's 60 degrees in the office. Like that's cold, but in the office, it's 60 degrees. Like it's so cold. It's so weird. And it's really funny too. It's just been bizarre weather. Like we've, it's bizarre in the fact that we've actually had a winter in Laguna. That's so weird. I mean, it's been 70 and sunny in January and not this year, not this year. It's rained during every single, we've had three events in the last month. It's rained during every single one of them and it's about to rain tomorrow. And it's like, I think we've had more rain in 30 days than we've had in the last three years, uh, which is great. It's, it's fantastic, but it's so cold. Oh my gosh. So I have the heater on too. If that ruins the audio quality, I don't care <laughs> right now. My body temperature, my warmth is more important than your listening quality just by a little. So anywho, today we're going to talk to Mike and Justin and it's a great episode because we're going to talk about how they built their membership the wrong way and how they actually shut it down. Wow. Like a big drastic move. And then what they did differently to relaunch their membership. Now, I'm a huge fan of memberships. I had a membership. It was uh, at its heyday. It was a ha- over half a million, like $550,000 a year membership. And I only launched it twice a year. I'm a big fan of the membership model, especially in certain niches. It's, it's even killer. And we've, we've brought a lot of guests on. 
who uh, we've showcased that have done amazing thing with memberships. And my good buddy, Stu McLaren, who's been on the the podcast a few times, is the go-to guru for everything memberships, which by the way, Tribe is launching soon. So we'll have more details on his free training and how you can get enrolled in his program. But this is such an important topic for people that go down the membership route because there's like what we call the shadow side, the dark side of memberships, where if you're not mindful, you're not careful, you're going to experience some major pitfalls that's going to really hold back your growth. In fact, one of them is what I call member guilt. Member guilt is where you feel so tied to these members and so like attached to showing up every single day and over delivering every single day that you literally have a fear that if you take a day off, that if you're not answering questions, that if you're not doing something, that everyone's gonna cancel and that the very success of this membership and all the money and all the revenue and all the growth is completely contingent upon how long and how hard you're working every single day. And that is the exact opposite of what we teach and what we preach here around the Business by Design community. And that's doing it the wrong way. And you're going to hear this amazing story of how Mike and Justin found themselves in a very similar situation and what they did to get themselves out of it. It's an awesome story. And I'm so excited for them and the growth that they're going to have in 2019 and beyond. So without further ado, let's hear from the video ninjas themselves, the founder of primalvideo.com, Justin and Mike Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the Brown Bros. Like, like the super mario brothers <laughs> but more super but more even more super awesome and less pudgy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've got mike justin in the house how you guys doing awesome thanks very much for having us on yeah, yeah. Man, it's awesome yeah we're gonna get into it we're gonna talk a lot about a lot of stuff here today with our listeners a lot of the amazing things that you guys are doing but i think it would be nice to first start and share with our listeners a little bit about what you guys do yeah, so uh, obviously I work with Mike. I'm Justin, for those listening. This is Mike as well. Um, we help entrepreneurs and business owners leverage video to grow their business and brand. So we focus on the video creation, the video marketing, and then the monetization of that as well, because there's no point creating videos if you're not getting views, if there's not a return or an ROI for your business. So that's what we focus on. And um, you guys have a massive YouTube channel, Primal Video, we can just Google, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. It's primalvideo.com. It's, it's not the dot .net. Not the, it's not no. the dot .net. Okay. No. <laughs> it's the hyphen underscore. Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, obviously, online video, video itself is very near and dear to my heart. So, what? Um, you know, I'm. Oh, you're that guy from YouTube. That's, yeah, that's right. Him. That's me. You recognize yeah. me. Yeah. So, I have a funny story that I've, I've told before where I was getting my hair cut and the guy who came in for next in line for the haircut the, the barber guy like introduced us and he was like oh what what do you do and he asked me and i was like you know how do you how do you explain to people what we do i was just like oh i'm a, i'm a videographer i make i make videos he's like no kidding i'm actually learning how to make videos right now and i'm just like i had to ask like where he's like oh just on youtube check it out he pulls up a video on his phone it's me <laughs> nice <laughs> and i'm just like yeah that's <laughs> that's me i re immediately regretted that like telling him that because he was like oh are you serious i got all these questions for you like no nah! the, the brain picking commenced yeah, yeah well i gotta take yeah. you out to lunch and pick your brain like yeah. really he promised <laughs> <laughs> Can we get coffee? Yeah. Um, so I'd love if you could take us back to the beginning, the origin story, 
Um, I think we'll also dive into like what it's like working together as business partners and family brothers. Terrible. 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 Pretty bad. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So take me to the beginning, the origin story. Like what, how did, how did you guys start this? Where'd the idea come from? What does that look like? So my background is in video production and we kind of got to the point in there, like Mike and I have had a few different startup businesses as well along the way that we were kind of doing on the side and learning an absolute ton along the way. But I was still creating documentaries and creating corporate videos and those sorts of things for clients and working in action sports and, and, and adventure. But it was always a case where the clients would only be creating the videos when they were paying me to create them or paying us to create them. So the moment they stopped spending they stop creating content but in the content game you actually need to keep creating the content Mm -hmm. to see real results or be more strategic with the content you're creating so that it actually has that outcome in mind but you were noticing that what most people don't is that like if you're not working you're not getting paid yeah and and that you must have said like okay yeah something's broken about this or something's got to change that was also a massive part of it yeah you'd Mm -hmm. have really good months or 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 multiple months and then you could go a big period of nothing in between and Mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're chasing clients and and trying to gain clients all the time like when it's good you don't do any marketing and then when it's you know when the projects finish up then you're like okay cool i need to market which is the worst time to be marketing when you actually need the work right Yeah. yeah so what took you guys online and said hey we're gonna do youtube and all that stuff i think it was i mean didn't you you got exposure to sort of the online space through you were filming at a was it a jeff walker event or something like that and yeah actually that that was probably the point where we were working on a documentary called the abundance code it was just interviewing a top of really high level entrepreneur people playing in the digital marketing space or using online video to get to get their message out and it was absolute game changer because these people were the most the nicest people the most relaxed people yet they had a heap of money at the same time (laughs) so business is obviously good but it wasn't what we were used to seeing or what you're used to hearing that you need to work hard Mm -hmm. to make money and you always need to fill your schedule and and these sorts of things so it was it was an amazing experience and from that we kind of looked at it all right let's let's see how we can help people that was the biggest distinction was that everyone's business was around serving or helping people Mm. with whatever their expertise was this is amazing because you know first and foremost you know julie cairns is a mutual friend of ours we actually have her on the podcast we'll link that episode in the show notes i have no idea what what episode she's awesome. that is, but she's amazing yeah. and uh it's also fantastic that you guys were not just being introduced to a different way of thinking about business but also like thinking about money and abundance so that must have been an amazing experience because i remember where the seeds of me you know because we just have like such similar you know paths of of also creating you know video and stuff where that beginning for me was i was watching like a video summit of all these business guys teaching what they knew and then they were offering a product you know it was like a home study course after home study you want to learn real estate you want to learn investing you want to learn starting a business and i was just like i was bartending at the time so i was you know done video work but i was mostly bartending and paying the bills and i just was like these SOBs are making more money teaching it than doing it themselves. And here yeah. I am bartending right now. I was like, what could I, you know, what could I teach? And I was like too insecure to, to start talking about video at the time. So bartending was my, was my first foray. So, so you filmed that whole thing and there, there were, must've been like 
what, 40 people or something? There was that, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people they interviewed for that. And there was a big chunk that didn't make the final. Like you've got a, you've got all these awesome interviews that are going for around three hours each. Mm-hmm. And the end product is going to be an hour 50 or something like that. Yeah. So you, you didn't, you didn't have to edit that. No, no, I didn't that, edit yeah, that one. Lucky. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. So, okay. So then what, uh, you left that event, that, that gig, what, what next? I think Justin came back to, I was living in Australia at the time as well, and he was telling me about all these people that he'd met on this shoot and just this whole market there that existed that neither of us had any idea that was there. So I think that kind of started the wheels turning. He'd already spoken about how every time he'd go out, you know, and help a client shoot videos for their business or whatever, it'd be awesome. The results would be great. But then as soon as you know, as soon as Justin had to be on another shoot or he couldn't be there to do the video for them, it just stopped. And then the results yeah. stopped for him, you know? So like you can't afford to have a video produ- a production house or a, a, a video production team for every single video you want to create. If you want to do social media, if you want to do, you know, online launches, if you want to do all this stuff, you if you have that capability in-house, it's just so much more efficient. So yeah. we were looking at that and saying, wow, we could actually help a lot more people by taking this online. And that's where the focus shifted to YouTube and where that kind of started out now i've heard from a lot of people based in australia that there's the concept of the tall poppy syndrome are you familiar with the concept yes and is that is that real was that real for you guys i think it it is i don't think it's as bad as it used to be but definitely there's yeah there's people that will want to take you down like Mm -hmm. it's it's i think here in the states everyone likes to raise people up and put them up on a pedestal yeah. and it is totally different that's not speaking for everyone i don't think it's as bad as it used to be but definitely there is people like yeah that mm-hmm. that will be the quickest one to say oh all right yeah no you look bad on camera or your your stuff's terrible or right. you know whatever like, it is what just, just to pull or, you down like or you, look you, at, yeah look at your early videos and then say that's hilarious you <laughs> yeah. know yeah <laughs> they, they are hilarious they're very hilarious <laughs> yeah. right so so you guys were both putting videos on with both of you or was it just justin from day one it was just me from day one okay yeah and so what what became your role in that i've got the face for radio so i'm behind the <laughs> it's scenes true. Uh, my role actually uh we were basically pulling together a business plan of how this thing could work mm-hmm. and uh, so i was the one doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff you know originally it was justin just coming with a topic for a video just shooting the video and putting it on youtube and and i was literally just trying to automate the back end and get the videos up and get the descriptions and all of that sort of stuff sorted but there was no strategy in place behind that at all yeah. So I think first six months, you know, everyone expects that you're going to grow really fast. Know. You know, you jump in a social, I've just done four lives. Why isn't anyone watching kind of thing? Right, you know? right. We, we spent six months doing weekly content and I think we hit, it was either 50 or 100 subscribers. And we didn't do the friends and family thing either. So this was like 50 or 100 people and it took that long of weekly videos and, you know, there's some effort that goes. This is, this. I'm so like glad you guys are sharing this because I've always said that about YouTube, unless you like, you know, strike it rich and get lucky with some sort of viral video or something, which you just can't strategize. It's just, it's luck. You hit all the, you know, the magic triggers and it, and it worked. And, and a lot of people, you see a lot of people that create like a viral video and they can't ever replicate it. Yeah. That's how you know that there's just no like proven strategy behind it. It's a long game. It's a long-term game. And so this was about what, four years ago when you guys? Yes, about four years ago. And so the thing I always like to tell people, and I know you tell your audience, this is like, okay, it might've taken six months and a, a new video every week and all this work, but those videos are still working for you guys today. Yeah, yeah. we have videos that are 
almost at the four year mark that are still bringing in over a thousand views a day each. Yep. And they're also primary lead gen videos mm -hmm. that they're driving direct to an opt-in or something like that. So I think I think the funny thing is just to add on that, the first six months worth of videos, I mean, we were doing it wrong though too. Like the reason yeah. it took that long, I mean, is because we had no strategy behind it. There was no keyword research around the titles. Mm -hmm. There was no, we weren't actually assessing search volumes before we were producing the videos. And just there, there's so many little things that you can do to just optimize the entire process. Right. And as soon as we shifted it around and said, look, YouTube is an algorithm at the end of the day. They do have, you know, there is a huge luck element associated with viral videos and those sorts of things, but there's at least there's at least steady traffic if you can figure out how to capitalize on you know the, the key triggers that the YouTube engine wants to see. So it was as soon as we shifted focus to that, that was what kind of had that inflection point. But those first six months of videos, I think if you go back to them, they are well, well, well below channel average in terms of views and numbers because yeah. there's just nothing. Yeah. There's no optimization. But what, what was going through your guys's? heads at the time that kept you going for six months because this is where most people stop like they just give up here they don't even make it to six months so what were you guys telling yourselves well i guess the, our approach was to release good video tips at that time we went primal video we were called video editing coach because we, we thought no one's teaching editing or not many people are teaching editing mm -hmm. and there's probably a couple of good reasons for that <laughs> to create, create a lot of content around editing those videos take a long time yeah like they could be upwards of an hour in some cases so Right. we were creating good tip videos but people weren't searching for the tip like youtube is a search engine and that's mm -hmm. i think that's the big distinction to make with it a lot of people think it's just a place to upload your content yeah whereas it's a search engine so we weren't looking at what were our audience our ideal audience actually searching for and creating that content which is where the keyword research and and looking at specifically what your ideal audience or customers are typing in. And so we, we kind of took a look back and said, okay, we're not gonna keep doing what we're doing because this isn't working. Mm -hmm. And it was literally at the point where we hadn't even dialed in the production of creating these videos. And I'm a production guy, but creating our own videos was literally taking me, I, I would be saving them out on a Sunday morning and they'd be uploaded uh, for release on that Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So it was, and it was the same every week. So it was, it was slogging it out and it Definitely. was painful. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of look back and went, we got to get smart about this. Right. Because it's still going to take that time to make the video, but yeah. with no strategy, it's just a waste of time. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh, yep. I love it. Well, that was four years ago. So lots changed. Where are you guys at today? What's the state of affairs for you guys? Yeah, well, on the YouTube side, we've dialed that down a lot. Obviously, we can jump into what we're doing on the business side of it. But on the YouTube side, which is our growth, our, our, our traffic, yeah. um, we will shoot everything in batch. So we are shooting between 8 and 12 videos over a few days, knowing that all the keyword research, knowing that there is an audience there for those videos ahead of time. And then it kind of goes off to our editors and everything. So, so we are hands off beyond the filming and the research process, which is amazing. So it's not taking a week to release a video now, mm -hmm. and we're still only releasing one a week, which is a big misconception. A lot of people think that they need to release more. three, you know, three yeah. a week or yeah. days. Which just isn't sustainable for yeah. most people, no. especially yeah. business owners. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the coolest parts is the, you know, that editing team that we have, none of this is super expensive. You can build templates and processes around the whole thing. Yes. Um, and that, it just literally automates 90% of the process for you. And it's not nearly as expensive as most people think. 100%. The, the person who's filming us now on one of our cameras, Evie, a member of Team Wedmore, she on her own went and found a 
uh, video editor in the Philippines for $4 an hour. Yeah. They yeah. grab all this content and they make fancy little clips for, for Instagram, take the whole thing, put it up on YouTube. Mm. And it's like so easy because yeah. I don't want her learning it, how to edit. Yeah. You know? Well, one of the things, the big things I want to get into today is some interesting stuff and growth and shift that you guys have had in the past year, which is one of the ways I know you guys monetize your business and impact more people is through your membership. But you guys decided to close your membership down. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and like rehearsed that. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? That's right? Right? That's the, the magic of doing in-person interviews. <laughs> uh, so why don't you take us through that? Because most of our listeners here either have or want to have some sort of way that they can, you know, help more people through their digital content. That was me actually yelling at them to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just, just do was, it. I thought he was yelling at me then. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and to be leveraging that content, that community, that expertise, that coaching through a membership, through an online course or group coaching or, or even like something in person. And so I think what you guys have to share here is so relevant and so valuable. So why don't you kind of take us through that? What happened? Yeah, sure. So yeah, we, we figured that a membership was a great way to provide that next level of content, that next level of interaction and support that we could to people who wanted to do what we'd done with YouTube, but leverage it in their own niches and their own businesses. So we naturally went out to the industry and looked around and saw what everyone else was doing. And other people doing memberships were recommending, you know, a piece of content a week or, you know, all of these different structures. And we were like, oh, cool. Yeah, we, we better do that because that's what works. You know, so we planned out this whole membership around models that other people had built. And I think that was our biggest mistake with that mm. first one. Because you've got to build a business and a, and a model that is scalable for you and is, you know, what's going to work for you long term. It's something you're passionate about. We, yeah. we ran that for about six or eight months or something. And it just, it felt really heavy after a while. Yeah. You know, we, were, uh, we were burning out. Uh, we ended up, you know, found we were resenting the membership. You know, we loved the members in there and it was great to interact with them and everything. But the membership itself, we were on a hamster wheel. And even though we had structure around it, we could batch produce content, it was like, okay, cool, now we've got to do that next round. And you know, members were getting overwhelmed with that too. Mm. Like a piece a week, it's like an email that's adding to your to-do list every single week. It's, that's not the way that we want to, you know, right. something we're subscribing for. We don't want it adding to the to-do list. One of the reasons why I think this is so, so important is that I think this is the shadow side of memberships that no one wants to talk about. And it's the hamster wheel. Yeah. That it sounds like, so you guys agreed. First, there's a couple themes coming up. Is like, hey, I'm going to, I'm we're going to make decisions about our business based on what we see others are doing yes and chances are you felt like you were ignoring something that your own way that you felt like you wanted to do it and you're like no 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 they would know you yep. know better definitely and that was to do one thing every single week yep and before you know it you feel like you're on the hook and you can never be get off or if you do they all cancel and quit and the business goes down like that's probably how it starts to feel right pretty much yeah and because of that it does start to feel extremely heavy and i know i've been there yeah and uh yeah, that's tough. So, okay. So at, at that point, that's what you guys were doing. And by the way, this is why this is so important too, because you realize you weren't serving your people. Yeah. You're well, just overwhelming them. One of the biggest things there too was, I mean, the community side of things, right? We, a good friend of ours, James Wedmore, helped us realize this. Wait a second. Let me, let me write this <laughs> yeah, name down. To him in the it, his number is... <laughs> his, phone, his personal phone number, email, and Call anytime, address, seriously. And a, he's really a, open. And a list of his fears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to just stalk him. Uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a big fears yeah. yeah right <laughs> we, we had a facebook community but we became the sole 
the sole, I guess, Google question answers. Yeah, <laughs> you were and, Google for them. Yeah. And what we didn't realize was just how much we were depriving our members of the ability to help each other and mm. engage and learn from each other. And that yep. is, it's huge. And we kind of, we just instinctively assume that role. And that is a, it's a heavy burden when you've got, yep. you know, hundreds of members in there and it consumes a lot of time, but there is just you're not enabling your members to get the satisfaction of helping each other out, yeah. of learning from each other and sharing their own experiences. Because if yes. they see you answer something, they're like, well, my answer is not going to be nearly as good as that. Yes. So I'm just not going to do it. Gosh, that's such a, I mean, that's so important to pull out because that's what community is. It's not community if you're Google. So I have to assume a lot of that was coming from like, well, we want to help our members. Yeah. Yeah. And then what we realize is like, that's actually not helping them. Mm. Right. When we rob them of those opportunities to be the person that, provides value to somebody else like you'll see it you know mike and justin are, are in our inner circle mastermind there's a lot of times i'm holding my tongue because like i want someone else to like share from their perspective and if i just jumped in every time someone had a question it's not a group it's not a collective it's just james the google machine you know yeah and uh when they can help each other and create those conversations together they provide value. Both ends provide so much value. Definitely. And I think that was, uh, I mean, obviously it was a discussion with you, but then watching closely how you did it. Like in Next Level, we were in Next Level last year, yeah. which was awesome. And and then, you know, now in Inner Circle, you watch, you let the interaction happen. And if it goes off track, you'll just slowly guide it back and then let it flow from there naturally. Right. And uh, But I want to make sure that our listeners get that you guys shut it down. We, we shut it down. Like, like you said no to all future and current recurring revenues oh, we, and payments I went through and manually unsubscribed every <sighs> single subscription and uh we yeah <laughs> i think with that too the other thing that we noticed when all of that was going on there was two things the first one was we had this tension between us because we were like i remember i would wake up in the morning because mike lives in singapore i'm in australia and i would have messages like we need to respond to this question and this mm -hmm. question and this question and i'd go in and i'd look at them and like people could have googled like right. but, but that wasn't on them that was on us it was building yeah this different because we, we want to help we yeah. like that's our thing we built this so we could help people but it was creating a tension between us and it was yes. all, all this extra workload as yes. well and it's not helping them if they if they're just reliant and dependent on you yeah like they don't even they can't even think for themselves anymore because they'll just you'll think for them mm. right so if we ended this episode now this would not be the end of the story cool. this would not be the conclusion is this a two-part episode <laughs> yeah. people should i tease people like to to get part two yeah. it's, it's three installments of 1995 <laughs> yeah. no but <laughs> an upsell yeah this yeah. is an upsell yeah this is where i i saw you guys doing this and i think i reached out and said something anything i could say to get your guys's attention yeah. i don't know what it was like please don't lose millions of dollars you're making the biggest mistake of your lives or something with a few with a few offensive words yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is the pg-13 yeah. version yeah, yeah, of that yeah. um so you guys were willing enough to to be open and, and chat with me which was good so what happened next yeah i mean we were procrastinating around the launch that's that was the biggest thing it's like we never got this thing out like officially out yes. so that was when yeah we spoke to you and like this isn't a fit we're, we're shutting it down we actually we did shut it down that's right. You were telling me before the, yeah. the show that you had even found yourself because it had gotten so heavy. And this is why. And like, you know, you heard that word a lot over at our retreat, right? It's yeah. heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's heavy, then you procrastinate. You don't launch. You put it off. You yeah. 
focus on other things on your to-do list and this thing just you hesitate on and, mm-hmm. and delay. And so you notice yourselves doing that and then you know, if you're not launching it, it's gonna, you know, it's probably slowly going down anyways, but it's still that same heaviness. So you just said, let's cut our losses, get rid of it. You manually canceled everybody and everyone's subscription, but then what? Yes. Then we really went back to the drawing board. I think what that discussion with you enabled us to do was essentially to start from scratch Mm -hmm. and say, okay, what would we want out of this membership Mm. if we were our customers? And, And then immediately it was like, well, that one piece of content a week, we don't want that. No. You know, we just want to know that what we need is there when we need it. So that came down to core content, basically. Okay, well, cool. Well, we need to be able to progress at a pace that we're able to progress at. Awesome. We've got all that in there already. You know, I think the community side of things, we, at that point, you know, we we'd still were a little reserved, but from talking to you and understanding what we just talked about, that it's not about us. And if we make it about us, we're doing our members a big disservice. Mm-hmm. We decided to you know, put in community guidelines. So we kind of locked down that side of things to let everyone know this is going to be an amazing community, but it's about you. It's not about us. Yes. So we just kind of built everything by design to be the ultimate membership that we would want to have. There's only one email that goes out every month, you know, and that's all of the updates for the month. So that's what we would want because we don't want to email every week adding to our to-do list or every two weeks, mm-hmm. whatever it's just like, here's everything. If you haven't been active in here, here's what you may have missed and what you may, might want to go back to. Wow. And I know to get real tactical for a moment, you guys did a really cool thing that you put in place before people can even join your private Facebook group. They had to watch a video. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yes, this was uh, 100% a James Wedmore idea. And it was... Well, I was trying to give you guys credit for no, it. No, no. So. I, can't, I can't take credit for that because it... The biggest thing with the community was we didn't have boundaries around it yes. um, to say what you can and can't do or what we will allow you to, mm-hmm. to do or not do in there. Yes, now we have a you must watch this video before joining before joining the community. And it's, it pretty much says that you've bought the program, you've bought access to the membership, but it's a privilege to be inside the community. So I got that from a whole day at the DMV. In, in the U.S., when you're stuck at the DMV all day, it says driving is a privilege, not a right. Nice, <laughs> nice. And I just, that was the best copy. I stole it. And I was yeah. like, this community is a privilege, not a right. Mm, and yeah. it can be, because it can be taken away. If you abuse it, we're not going to let you stay in here. So anyways, keep going. That was awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, we pretty much word for word <laughs> said that in there. And the other part was to call people out on the things that you don't want in there. So it, yes. it, we literally say, you don't want to be that jerk that wastes everyone's time uh, asking a question that you could Google. Right. And, and so we go, go through all the things that, that you know, you about respecting want. other people's time and about serving first in there like the the people that get their questions answered most in a facebook group are the ones that are there answering everyone else's questions yes. first yeah so it's about building those relationships with the other community members but also that mike and i are just guests in there as well so did did were people upset by this where they, they watch this video and they're like this is BS. They, like were, I, they were outraged. I'm <laughs> outraged. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we got um, we got messages just saying, "Wow, that was awesome. I love that community video." And it, it I think a, it just a lot of messages. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it makes people feel the right people feel like they're in the right place. Yes. You know, this is the kind of community that I want to be in because I don't want to see that stuff. You know, I don't want to hear somebody else's Google search query and then you know, it's just it positions it as the right place for them. They know they're, they're the right fit for our group and our community. So I love that. And then do people, 
acquiesce to these rules and guidelines? Do they follow them? They do. I think I think we've probably had one or two instances where people haven't. We'll just post in line, hey, just FYI, this is the way things go down in here. Yeah. And then there'll be an apology and it'll never happen again. It's- and okay, so that's amazing. And then you went from one piece of content a week to is there any content new content created every month for the members? So we we put on our sales page for this that we don't believe in content for content's sake. Like we will only yeah, put content into the into the membership when it's something that we use. In that we put our processes for things like growing on YouTube and and, and for creating videos faster. Mm-hmm. And we're only going to put content in there when it's a fit for them and when it's working with us or with our clients that has been battle tested in our business and that is actually working. And these are the things that we want you to do. That's when we'll put content in there. Yeah, a good example of that. I mean, our YouTube keyword research process we get a like a, a pdf guide that steps through exactly how we do it and a walkthrough video and there's about three or four videos that are related to that we haven't updated that since the the youtube ranking course went in there like six months ago but i've just updated it a couple of days ago that's going to drop in but that's now that month's content and they may just be, updating it yeah yeah just updating yeah. what was there well i think that's a, a great distinction and to communicate that distinction with your audience is really important too that like more content doesn't help anybody it takes you right back to where you guys were before with the membership of just overwhelming people because now I have to spend more time consuming content and then more time focused on doing things that I didn't know I had to do that now I have to go do and if it's not something that's absolutely truly relevant that's going to provide the most value for me you actually are doing someone a disservice just like add things to their to-do list no one's i've never met a business owner or especially an entrepreneur that's just just starting out saying help me help me i don't have anything to do yeah Yeah. help me (laughs) fill this up yeah Yeah. i need a to-do list (laughs) they're they're like i have so much to do there's so much i don't know where to begin and when you guys can narrow it down to like these are the only core things you need to focus on that's where we begin helping people yeah so my last question on that though and then I'll, i'll let you jump in is um does it feel as heavy as it did before? How does it, the membership feel now? I've just been going to the gym, man, so it feels good. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> the, the weight didn't change. I just got buffed. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I don't gym, I just wear smaller shirts. So, uh, no, it definitely, Gap for it, kids. Yeah, that's it. I buy in the youth section. Yeah. No, it feels, it feels amazing. This is something now that we are so pumped and so um, like happy to share. Like, and, and even going to what, what you were saying then about content for content's sake. And, and you know, everyone's too busy for this to sit there and consume courses like we we made it what we wanted it to be like we want to be able to people to jump in and get straight to the key things that they need to to know without watching all the content the content's there if you want to dive deeper on that all of that's there Mm -hmm. but it's like what would we want we just want the answer just tell me how to do it give me a process i can go and implement like exactly the same as business by design Mm -hmm. it's what it is designed to get your results yeah so we just looked at those things what would we want and now yeah it's it's awesome we are so pumped to get this out like to tell people because it's it's what we want this is huge because there's so there's so much here that these are all the little things that like everyone's gonna have to figure out you know on their on their journey as well but i we hear it a lot we hear like my membership is heavy or my coaching program's heavy or this whole thing's heavy and what i always want to offer and if you guys really listen to what mike and justin are saying the membership was not heavy it wasn't and if they would have continued to say that this thing called a membership is heavy, then they would have continued with the decision of shutting it down. And I don't know what you guys would be doing now, you know, but you wouldn't have started it back up, right? That's for sure. And so what we did is we dug in 
and we looked at what specific parts of the membership are heavy and can we change those? And that's the, the shadow side of a membership that most people aren't talking about, but they're all solvable. They're all solvable. This feeling of being on the hamster wheel with your content and on the hook 24 seven, like you can't ever take a day off. And if you do, you know, you're, you're letting down these people that are paying you every month and then up, oh, they're all going to cancel and you're right back where you were. That's going to be heavy to anybody. Can we change that? And the answer is yes. And you guys did that. And now that it feels light and you guys are excited about it, like, you know, the moon to the moon, right? Like yeah. anything becomes possible with this. So this is, this is really so exciting. What is next for you guys with the membership? Like what's the focus for the year? Like what are you guys really specifically excited about in 2019? Yeah, cool. So we, we launched, uh, I think it was July last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's about 180 members in there right now. So we haven't, we've done a webinar launch, but that's it. Other than that, it was just a couple of emails to, to, you know, people that had joined our previous membership and most of those guys signed back up, which was awesome. So this year we're really focused. That is by the way, really awesome that like over 70% of the people who you just canceled their memberships. Like <laughs> you don't have a choice in this. We're canceling your membership. Came back. We made sure to take care of them. Yeah. Like we, we, you know, we didn't want anybody who got in early to ever feel, and we never do with anything we sell. It's like, if you get in early, you will never be penalized. You know, you'll never, yes. no one will ever buy this for cheaper than what you got it right. for or, you know, any of that sort of stuff. So we did take care of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a big, a big part in that. But this year we're really focusing on, on growing that and, and really expanding that community. So yeah, uh, yeah the accelerator is a big part of, of our 2019 focus for sure. The accelerator. Yeah. Is that the name of it? Primal Video Accelerator. Primal yeah. Video Accelerator. Okay, yeah. awesome. It's a, it's a thing. It's, it's got a name. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hi- hyphen underscore. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so very cool. So anything else you guys want to share before we start to wrap this up? Like any anything else you feel like maybe for someone who's who's just starting or thinking of starting a membership that's that's coming up for you guys that maybe we didn't even cover? Yeah, look, I, I think if I, I'll go first. <laughs> if I had to say one thing to us like two years ago, it would be that you don't have to follow what everyone else is doing. Yeah. It, it definitely helps to look at what other people are doing, look at what's working for them. But then at the end of the day, just start from scratch, start from the drawing board and say, okay, well, that was working for them, but I don't like these elements of it. And this was working for this person, but I don't like those elements of it. Take the parts that you really like and pull those together and see what that looks like and build something that you really want to grow and, and scale and use as a vehicle to help your audience. By design. By design. TM. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Justin, how about you? Anything? So I could just say ditto, but I would say the other part to it is that we're all playing this solopreneur, this, this, this game that we all think that we're playing ourselves. I really think it's a big thing to surround yourself with people that are like-minded even if their industries are totally different joining masterminds group coaching programs whatever it is has been massive for us mm-hmm. and we're all the way over in australia and we fly i, I know so it's like this has been huge for us and surrounding yourselves with people doing <laughs> the same thing but yeah. in, you know in, in different ways you just learn so much yeah. and the support when you've got a problem it's it's just awesome to have people there to bounce ideas off I mean, we, we would have shut this down <laughs> if we if we didn't jump on that call with you yeah. so yeah and I just see so much potential for it moving forward so I'm so excited for you guys now a lot of our listeners already know that I got my humble beginnings as the YouTube guy back in the day I'd make it rain money in my videos I love that video I love it And I still get a lot of people that like ask me about YouTube and video and it's not really where my, my heart is anymore. And I do want to like 
officially pass the torch to the uh, only two gentlemen that I really know and trust that are just like rocking it with video who have both the the, the skills and mastery of video that and, and the implementation of it in a simple way. It's very easy to go find someone on the internet that wants to overwhelm you with how to use Final Cut and advanced plugins and features. That's, you know, and then they want to show you how smart they are. Very great. But for the average entrepreneur like us, not average in the sense of their average, but their average video skills, right? We need simple. We need something that's like we can actually do that doesn't take a week long. And I know you guys know that and teach that very effectively, but you also have that coupled with the skill that most video people out there on YouTube don't, which is the business and marketing side. And one without the other just doesn't work. And that was always the philosophy I took. It's like, we're not just, just like you said, content for content's sake, we're not gonna make a video just for video's sake. This video is a tool designed to drive a result. And you guys know how to do that. You know how to teach that. And so for anyone listening that is like, yeah, I know video is something I want to be doing more of in my business, whether it's YouTube or I mean, what's so exciting how it's how much has changed is like we have video on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and like just cross pollinate like that and totally leverage and reach more people and, and leverage that the work of all that time it took to make that video, which gets me very excited. Yeah. So this is me officially on the mind your business podcast, passing the torch to Justin and Mike for those who want to learn more about online video and using video strategically to, to build your business. So I really want to invite our listeners to go learn from the Brown bros over at primal video. And I know they have some, a gift for you guys. So you guys want to talk a little bit about, about what you have in store for our listeners. First off, thank you very much, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to run around and give you a, a hug. It, yeah. <laughs> we, we've got the nighting ceremony happening right, right after yeah. this recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So one of the biggest things for us, and, and obviously, you know, being a, a video person as well, is that a lot of people procrastinate around creating content. I'll create those videos when I've got this new fancy camera mm -hmm. or, or um, it's too is raining outside whatever it is we tell us ourselves these stories as to not create content fears of being on camera we're big advocates for using what you have now creating the content getting those learning cycles underway your first videos aren't going to be perfect but you're going to learn and the content is the most important piece not the gear that you use yes I think 100%. That's, that's a big distinction that a lot of people get caught up with so we've created guides for filming with your smartphone in the most efficient way to give you the best looking videos and the easiest way to create those content. So we can link to those for sure. Cool. So what we'll do is we'll, um, we'll create a link right now. We'll go jameswebmore.com forward slash primal and we'll set up a redirect for you guys. We're also gonna put that in the show notes so you guys can get that information for free. Speaking of smartphones, we're filming this episode on a smartphone right now so that we can be repurposing it all over the interwebs as well. So we practice what you guys preach and I think it's awesome. I'm so excited for you guys and everything you have in store for us for 2019. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time here. You know, you could be just taking the day off and join beautiful Laguna Beach, but uh, you're here at Wedmore HQ recording with me. So thank you guys so much for coming on, Justin and Mike. And thank you guys to our listeners for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you all here next time on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Take care.
Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.